When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey folks, this is Jason Lewis, the producer of the From the Shadows podcast. I just want to remind you about our website, fromtheshadowspodcast.com. We have a Facebook page. We would appreciate it if you like and follow. Also, join our discussion group on Facebook called After the Shadows. We have a Twitter feed. Please follow us on Twitter. It can be found at podcast underscore from. Follow us on Instagram at From the Shadows Podcast. We have a YouTube channel. Go to the search bar of YouTube and put From the Shadows Podcast and please subscribe to that channel. We are also on the Odyssey Radio Network and we can be found there at odyssey1.com. We are still on the traditional podcatchers that everybody loves to listen to us on. We get a lot of feedback, so please rate the podcast and communicate with uh, whether you're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Google Podcasts. We're there, and we appreciate it when you leave comments for us. We also have a Patreon page. It can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash from the shadows. You can receive books, stickers, coffee mugs, and special content just for our Patreon subscribers. Check it out for yourself and see what packages that we have to offer. Well, that's all I have for you right now, folks. And thanks for being a part of the From the Shadows podcast family. So with that being said... Let's get this episode started. Okay, so Bruce, the story about Bruce was spectacular. Everybody loved it, you know. But uh, how do you top that? How do you top the gunfight story of somebody shooting themselves in the leg? You know, i tell you what, really, and I didn't appreciate it until later on. I mean, 20-plus years later on, I, you know, you guys know offline that I, there was a there was a brief time in my career where I was assigned to the FBI's counterterrorism division, and and I was assigned to domestic terrorism, and it really helped me because there's something about I don't I don't I just never looked down on some of these people, and believe me, they should be looked down on. You know what I mean? So when you have to go talk to them or you enter these environments, you know most of the guys the FBI I worked with were if not Ivy League, certainly Division One educated attorneys. You know what I mean? And they just, they have never been in a trailer post-gunfight with hamburgers still on the grill. You know what I mean? I, they just they can't do it. You know what I mean? They just, 
Yeah. Okay, it's, and almost goes on to overload. You know what I mean? So you've got to deal with some of these people. So, so prior to my federal experience, I was, a, I, I was a deputy and, and I was, I had, had the misfortune of being assigned to a, a struggling drug unit. And when I say struggling, most of the guys that worked in there had all grown up in middle-class houses playing baseball and, and apple pie and go get, make good grades and get a four-year degree and now you're a cop, right? Well, those people sometimes struggle to have empathy with the dregs of society, right? Yeah, yeah. I know so, people like that that just... Yeah, you know. You, yeah, you know what I mean? They're just, you know, on paper, administration thinks they're great, but when they get out in the real world, they just, they can't, you know what I mean? They can't, they can't... And I'll, I'll give you two prime, I, it started to be one prime example, but it kind of dovetails into two, just like the Bruce story. Once I get to go with, they had this informant, and that's what we, they called them back in the days. Now they call them sources, whatever, they were informants. So I'm brand new. I, when I say I'm brand new, I'm brand new to this unit, right? So I'm like the new guy. And, and, and just like in the movies, you got all these dudes that, I mean, they 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 think they're Miami Vice, right? They're the coolest, the best. They know what's going on. Blah 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 blah. blah you know. And then they they get called in one day and they say, "Hey, me, I, this is this is the guy that's coming in here." And oh, by the way, you know, this is the sheriff talking to him. And oh, by the way, he's your new boss. And they didn't like it because I'd never I'd been undercover. I'd you know I was clean shaven. I didn't have all the 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 part and parcel that comes with working undercover, which is which is you know earrings, and now they got tests. You know, just dudes just off the freaking hook, you know. But I was in there to check timesheets and do administration type shit, not necessarily go out here in the world. You know what I mean? I was just yeah. there oh, yeah. for for administration purposes. And guy comes in and and. I, you know, I was about to say his name, but I decided not to. And he didn't like me. I mean, I can't even tell you. I and and, and looking at it as an old person now, there's just you know whatever. So he tells me one day he said, I, I said he was coming in getting some stuff, and I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm, I, and I'm going with this guy, and we're going to go down to Henley, which is this town where I kind of not too far from where I grew up when I was growing up. They used to say, oh, when I was a deputy, they said, don't go down there by yourself because the radios don't work and they'll kick your ass and, you know, wood, old wood cutters. And I mean, just, it was just had a reputation of being a bad place to be. And I didn't really look down on those people because I'm related to a lot of people down there. You know what I mean? It's just my, oh, yeah. Yeah. You, know, you know, that my family worked to get out of there, but a lot of the extended family is still down in these places. So. I just asked him, I said, where's he taking you? Well, he's going to tell me when he gets there. So I asked him a half a dozen questions, and he can't tell me where this dude's taking him, but he trusts this guy. He's got an informant working a couple of cases off, blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know what, dude, I'm going with you. Well, I don't, he doesn't know you. I don't, I, don't, I don't think you should go. They might not trust you. And, and this is back before the meth days. And he was going to tell you, it was supposed to be an indoor grow. Or I don't remember what kind of dope operation was that that this informant was going to take this this undercover deputy down to. And I said, I'm going with you. And he said, man, people might recognize. I said, I'm just going with, I, you know, when I was a kid, they shot the game warden down here where where this guy takes, you know what I mean? So 
not that I got anything for or against game wardens, but the game warden ain't even really law enforcement. You know what I mean? I mean, if they'll shoot the possum cop, what are they going to do to the undercover dudes? You know what I mean? In this neighborhood. So this task force guy, he had a, he had a, a Chevy, uh, not a trailblazer, but an S10 blazer. You remember what the S10 blazer is a four door. Yep. So I said, this is what to do. I'm going to jump in the back. I'm going to be in the back seat. You drive and you pick him up. You guys are sitting in front and you just ignore me in the back, right? I'm going to kind of slink down and uh, that's the way it's got to be because I'm your boss. Screw it. I'll take you, whatever. So I said, okay, where you parked? He said, I'm parked in the alley. I go down there to the alley and I say, I tell him that when we're walking out, I said, come around to the south side parking lot and pick me up. Why? I said, just come by and pick me up. So as he comes around the parking garage, pick, or parking lot on the other side to pick me up, I was getting at that time, and this was a rarity back in the old days. I was getting the AR-15 out of the out of the trunk of my car, you know. And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you doing with that?" And I said, "You know, we're going down here in the woods, and and they might kill us, but it's it's not going to be for lack of shooting back. You know what I mean?" Uh, <laughs> so we jump in this S10 Blazer, and he drives over to this predetermined location he picks this uh this informant up in the front right and they and the dude didn't and you know what's weird is the dude was a successful guy that had gotten on crack and and lost it all he had went from being a, a assistant sales manager at a giant gm dealership making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year back in the day you know to being essentially borderline homeless living in a rental property you know just he'd lost it all because of drugs and uh, so he's in the front right seat. I'm in the driver's second seat. And my dude, you know, this other deputy is in the front left, you know, the driver's seat. So I've got a 30-round magazine in the gun, guys, I understand. So i got a 30-round magazine in the gun, but i got my charging handle pulled, my bolt locked to the rear. So all i got to do is hit my, my bolt release. It slides forward, and we're ready to go. So... We're driving down the highway, and, and Jeremy, that's the dude, is driving. He's asking this guy. They're, they're having small talk, and I just asked the dude. I said, hey, where are you taking us? Well, you know, it's like me asking you or the judge or somebody down around where you guys grew up. You know where everything is, right? Yeah. You've got slang names for this road or that creek or, you know <laughs> what I mean? You know, where, you know where everything is, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and he's, he's evading me. Now, he doesn't know me from really Adam, right? And and I'm just asking him, and, and I'm telling you, when well, you grew up down there and you're taking us down here because we're going down by the river and there's only three or four places you can get to the river. There's only three or four gravel roads. You know what I mean? There's only certain places, and they all have names. And he's not giving us any of those names. He's not giving me any of them names. And my boy, the driver, he's just telling me, he's kind of chilling. He's taking the informant side on me to just mind my own business. And this dude's saying, hey, you know, you've got, you know, you'll find out when you get there. You'll find out when you get there. You'll find so we go down this black cop out in the middle of nowhere, and he tells him, okay, you're going to turn right before the bridge, and there's a little creek with a bridge, and he, and it's it's freaking hills and woods on both sides. And, you know, a lot of these, when you're in these hills and hollers, right along the creek, there's some flat ground, and people have little roads up, you know, walk, to go around the creeks because it's flat. Well, he tells us to take a right. He tells the driver, take a right right before you get to the bridge, and it is, I mean, it is it is 
like something out of a fairy tale. It's it's summertime and the road in the in the in the little gravel basically farm road, not even a farm road, a woods road where everyone it's completely covered, almost almost dark where the auto headlights on that blazer kicked on. You know, that's how dark it is in this thing. And it's noon. Oh boy. And he said, How far are we going down here? And he goes, Well, you're just gonna go down there. And he didn't up to this point, he did not know I had that AR fifteen muzzle down with that bolt lock to the rear. And I said then I chimed in, I said, How far are we going, buddy? And he goes, I don't know, I'll tell you when we get there. And I laid that muzzle across the console and poked him right in the ribs. And that's the first time he realized I had this rifle. And then I flipped that bolt release and that bolt slam for the new AR guys know what I'm talking about. Cam. And I said, I just wanted to let you know if there's any bad shit down here, buddy, you're the first one getting shot. And he said, okay, stop. Okay, stop. <laughs> and I said, stop with the rifle. He goes, no, stop the blazer. I'm going to call these guys and tell them we're coming down there. And he got on the phone. He called these dudes. We ended up going down there. And I ended up threatening about four or five dudes. I don't remember how many total. And what I think they were doing is they were going down there and this this undercover guy, they were going to kick his ass. I don't think they were going to kill him, but they were trying to beat him up or whatever because he was a punk. So keep that in your mind. I blackballed this guy. We kicked him out and said, don't ever call us again. Because what they were doing is they were paying him when he would rat people out, right? Because he was, he was, he lost it all. You know what I mean? And he, they'd give him, Fifty or hundred dollars to, to. So he know, was ratting somebody you guys. Out. So he was, he was ratting, ratting you guys. people out. He was, he was, yeah. He was, he was basically bringing. He told the dude he had ratted on this, you know, this this, this undercover deputy had used him so many times, and really he was, I think he was trying to save face from these guys because they knew he was narking, you know what I mean, and and different things, and um, and. Uh, I, I I don't know what he was going to gain by bringing Jeremy down there and getting Jeremy's ass kicked or whatever. Okay. Yeah. But about oh, three weeks, month, six weeks, there's a time frame. I missed the best part of the story. And I'm going to have to tell the beginning at the end, but it'll 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 tie together nicely in a second. Month or so, six weeks later, phone rings. I'm in the office. They say, "Hey, this dude's on the phone for you." Uh, he wants Jeremy, but Jeremy's not here. Can you talk to him? And I said, yeah, I'll talk to him. I got him on the phone. I said, yeah, hey, who's this? And he goes, who's this? And I said, this is me, you know. And he goes, I don't know. Do I know you? And I said, yeah, I rode down there to Henley with you guys. He goes, oh, you're my MFer that put the rifle in my stomach. And I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, dude, I can't talk to you. And I said, well, you can talk to me. I don't know. What do you need? And he goes, well, would you help me out if I needed it? And I said, I don't know. What do you need? And he goes, well, the water pumps out of my wife's car, and she's got to get to work. <laughs> and I said, what? And he goes, the water pumps out of my wife's car, and she's got to get to work. And I need a, I think it was $119 is what it was. Because I said, how much water pump? Well, it's $119 at O'Reilly. And I said, I don't know. What are you going to give me, man? And he goes, you're going to give me the $119? And I said, ah. I don't know if I'll give you the 119. I'll tell you what I'll do, though. I'll go buy the water pump. Because what happens is when you give these people, his wife probably needed the water pump, but if I had given him 120 bucks, he'd have pissed it away before he ever got back home. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. So absolutely. He's like, are you serious? So I met him down at O'Reilly, and I bought him the water pump. 
Oh, because then he needed a ride. He needed me to get it and bring it to him because he ain't got no car because the only car they had is this crappy, you know, Chrysler. And so I go down, I, you know, and there's a paperwork thing when you take case funds out of cash. I have to take them. I get a water pump, buy this dude's water pump, bring it over to his old lady, him and his old lady, so he can try to work on his car just so he, she can go to work because he's too freaking lazy and he's a convicted felon and he's on probation for all this dope shit he did. But I'll tell you why. I was so mean to him because what happened is my partner ran straight back to the sheriff and said, my God, he threatened this dude. They're not going to work with us. He threatened these guys down here in this, in this, in the Henley and whatever. And the sheriff called me and said, what happened down there? And I said, you know, he was going to Henley by himself and the old sheriff cigarette smoking dude that remember was working when the game warden got shot. And he goes, God damn, you can't go down there by yourself. They'll kill you. And I said, exactly. And I said, you know, I brought my rifle and 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 they was four. I, we were going down there. He couldn't tell me why we were going, where we were going, and blah blah blah. And I went down and and I said I did threaten them dudes. You know I don't remember. I told them get back. Or I don't remember what I told them, but but you know they wanted to act like outlaws. So I was going to treat them like outlaws basically. And the sheriff says, well, I don't remember. He said something like, well think they'll complain or whatever and I said I you know I don't really care if you complain he said well I do you know what is I said do you realize in this guy I want to tell you this the 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 informant's name but I can't I keep wanting to say it because if anyway let's call him JL I said you know who that JL is don't you and the sheriff says no and I said well he's the guy because when I when we first when he he was narking I went and talked to his probation officer and I pulled these police reports, and one of the things he was arrested for, he had a big domestic, he had crack, in the, and he had an Escalade. I told you he worked at this big GM dealership, right? Yeah. He had an Escalade, you know, and this is the old body style Escalade. He brought this Escalade home because he was the assistant manager, and he got in a, in, a, in a domestic with his old lady, and she made him leave, and the cops told, you know, cops get called, cops tell him he's got to leave. In front of the cops that are there, he dry, she's got a dog, and I don't remember what kind of dog it was, but she's got a dog on a chain in the driveway. And he, they, the cops tell him he's got to go. So, and this is what you do when you got a, when you, when you're a criminal and you got crack and a gun in your car, and the cops tell you just to leave. He can't just leave and be normal. He runs up, drive, gets in this Escalade, puts it in gear, runs up through the driveway, across the yard, and runs over her dog on the chain. You know, oh the dog trying to get away. So she, he ran over a dog <laughs> on a chain in the driveway and then veered back through the, through the yard and jumped back on the street. And by that time, you know, the cops are in their cars. They ran him down, pulled him out, kicked his ass, and found his crack and the gun and everything else. So if anybody needs killing, it's this guy. Right, I mean, I'll take the complaint any day of the week. You go complain God. on me. Once I tell them you're the you're the you ran over a dog on a chain for Christ's sake. The only thing worse than than running the dog over the dog on the chain is the fact that you're. I'm sitting here getting your water pump for the same wife's car, so she's still with you, and y'all have been evicted, kicked out, and you've killed her freaking dog. Her car's broke down, and she's still relying on you. <laughs> Is that what you call love? I I don't know what it is, but I'm just telling you, if anybody, you know, I've had a couple, because I know I told you the the, the, the Sheltie story. 
I've had two deals where I've been with people that killed dogs. The one guy was a serial dog killer on the chain. When you're killing dogs on the chain, I got no use for you, you know? You, yeah, even even as a mailman, uh, you know, come on, it's a dog on a chain. What, what, what's it going to do? Right. You should at least unleash it and give it a fighting chance. Amen. You know? I can't believe I just said that. Dogs everywhere are perked up and going, like, what? You just... You know, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that's the world I come from, man. Right there, high rent. That's that's the Ozarks. <laughs> that's the Ozarks. That's right. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.